A Karen goes after a Disney cast member and only stops when she thinks she got what she wanted. But it turns out she fell for a trick. Here's what happened. Subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit the bell to turn on notifications. I was working at the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular, or Epic as it was known to the cast members, and we had already closed the theater for the start of a show. When the theater gets the max capacity, we legally can't put more people in there because of fire code, etc. This woman barrels up to me, gets within six inches of my face, and waves her paper fast pass ticket in my face. She demanded to be allowed into the show and screamed that her child, a little boy, no more than six years old needs to see this show or his day is ruined. She was screaming so loud, veins were popping out of the front of her head. I stood there, calm and collected, explaining to her that the theater is full and we can't let anyone else in. She pushes past me with one arm holding her child's arm in the other. She marches straight for the ropes that block the entrance and tries to hoist her son over the rope. Before she gets that far, a manager walks up and puts his hands into the air to try to contain the situation. He offers to get the kid an ice cream and provide VIP seats to the next show if she calms down and comes back later. After screaming about how rude I was to her, which I was not, she accepts the token of kindness. My manager turns to me and asks how long my shift is today. I told him I was off work at 6.30. He nods and tells the irate woman that he will have me personally escort her to the VIP section down front. He writes her a ticket voucher for the ice cream and seats and she fumes off with not even a thank you. My manager turns to me and apologizes on behalf of her. Then he asks me, how many more shows do we have today? I look at the clock and realized it was after 5pm and well in the middle of our last show of the day. I looked at my manager as a sly smile crept across his face. He had just given an entitled parent a VIP pass to a show that won't happen. The respect I already had for him just skyrocketed through the roof. I was long gone by the time she came back, but I I would love to imagine the look on her face when she came back at 7 for the show. Kid got an ice cream and mom got mad. It was a win-win. Am I the jerk? Sometimes when people freak out on employees like this, they forget or don't care that the employees are people too. It's almost like they look at them as some sort of inanimate objects, like it's a robot talking to them and they can just act however they want, or that the employees have some sort of personal stake in it. And that's why a lot of times jobs like these feel dehumanizing, because that's how some people treat you. But all that said, what the man energy day was obviously very clever, but I can't help but think it's just going to be kicking the can down the road because I cannot possibly imagine a scenario where the Karen here just says, oh, the show was canceled. I guess I'm fine. I'll leave now and forget about all of this. What's probably realistically going to happen is it's going to pass the buck to whoever has to deal with customer service later on. But if you were working here at this place and you were the manager, how would you handle the situation and jerk or not a jerk and why? Let me know down below. An entitled woman thinks that I am a waiter when I'm not and demands that I take her order. When I tell her no, she steals my notebook and tackles me to the ground. A little bit of a backstory here. Me and my friends were going out for lunch and the people that were waiters always had a white shirt and always seemed to have jeans on. I was wearing a very similar getup of a light gray shirt and some Calvin Klein jeans. Okay, on with the story. Today I was going to meet up with a friend at a restaurant that I had been to a couple of times and knew the people who ran the place. Me and my friend had just sat down at the table when I realized I had to pee really bad. I asked him to order me the deluxe burger combo with the Coke. If the waiter came back before I came back. He said okay and I went to the bathroom. After I came out of the bathroom I started walking towards the table that I was seated at. On the way there I heard a lady's voice go, uh-huh. 
and I just walked by thinking that she was talking to somebody else at her table. But I hear a scratching noise of chairs on the ground and a couple seconds later feel two fast taps on my shoulder. I turn around and this is where it goes down. Ahem, mister. I turn around and say, yes. May I take my order? It's getting busy and I'm not sure where my waiter is. I'm not your waiter. Oh, but obviously you are a waiter. Look at your clothes. Yes, I do look like the other waiters and I do understand why someone would be mistaken, but not this mistaken. So I tell her, yes, I may look like one of the waiters, but I am not a waiter. I try to walk off, but this woman forcibly tugs on my shirt, pulling me back hard. I want you to take my order. I am getting hungry and I want my food. I already said I'm not your waiter. Now shove off. This rude lady is visibly angry and yet again tugs on my shirt to pull me back. But she makes me tumble to the ground. I fall on her and she goes down with me. How dare you? I want to speak to your manager. Her husband says, rude lady, maybe you should calm down. He doesn't exactly look like the other waiters. Shut up. I'm trying to take a order. But I, I. Shut up. At this time, people are starting to notice what is going on and are watching with intent, including my friend. Speaking of, where is that pad thing that all the waiters seem to have? I've already said, I am not a waiter. She then looks intrudingly in my back pocket and sees the sketchbook that I always carry around with me. I'm an artist, so it's always good to have one. So whenever an idea pops into my head, I can draw it on the spot. I also carry art materials with me at all times, but those are in my backpack, which I left at the table. She goes and grabs the sketchbook out of my pocket and starts flipping through it. There it is. I'll just do it myself. What? Why are there other people's orders in here? And why are there drawings? She says it like it's a bad thing to have drawings in a sketchbook. And it also clearly says sketchbook on the front. Give it back. No, I'm going to report you to the manager for not taking orders and drawing on this notebook instead. I'll get you fired. She had a devilish grin on her face and starts walking towards the other waiter in the room at the time. But my friend stands up and walks over to the rude lady. Hey, I'll give him his notebook back. It's his, it's not yours. My friend knows how much that sketchbook means to me and is the only person I know who would do that kind of thing. He takes it out of her hands and gives it to me. There you go, man. Little did we know, another waiter in the room at that time had seen the whole thing and went to the manager. The manager came back into the room and starts talking to the rude lady. Me and my friend take the opportunity to get out of the restaurant while the rude lady is busy. A couple hours later, the manager contacted me. I know her from high school. We went to the same one and told me about the rude lady and said that she is not welcome in the restaurant anymore. I just now realize I never did get that deluxe burger combo that I wanted. So what should I have done? The implicit question in this whole thing is, would you do all of that to a normal waiter? The excuse can't be, I thought that was a waiter if you would never do that to a normal waiter. Would you really grab a waiter's notebook? Would you scream? at them, berate them, or grab them to the point that they fall on the ground? Yeah, maybe you would if you're a total jerk, but a normal person wouldn't do that regardless if they were a waiter or not. She does basically tackle the OP to the ground. And I think for some people, that's when all bets are off. Not everybody would be as peaceful as the OP was in this situation. But let me know how you would handle this down below. Am I the jerk for re-
refusing to drive my girlfriend around anymore. My girlfriend and I have been together for eight months. In that time, I was in an accident and my insurance rode off my car and I only got $2,400 from it. It's not enough to buy a working car and I've been saving to buy a better one, although it will take a few months. I asked my girlfriend to borrow her car and she agreed if I drive her to work every day and then pick her up since she needs to go to work every day too. And I have to be the designated driver during our dates and even girls night, which is about every two weeks. So for the last month, I have to get up at six because my girlfriend's work is at seven, drive her there, drive home, get ready for my work at nine. Then I have to pick her up again at four using my lunch break and then drop her home and get to work again and come home at 530. It's so much work, not to mention every date night I drive. So I never get to relax. And when she hangs out with her friends, I have to drive her there usually at six and pick her up again at nine or 10. Bus routes take an hour and 45 minutes to get to my work. So that isn't an option, but her work is much closer. It would only take her 45 minutes to get to work by bus. I've asked her to take the bus so I can use the car for a few months while I save up and I'll pay for the insurance and gas. But she refuses saying it's her car. And if I'm not happy with our setup, then I can take the bus. She is so selfish and not willing to compromise. I've tried to get her to agree to take the bus two to three days a week, but she just won't and just tells me if I don't like it to take Ubers. An Uber to my work and back would cost $110 and I only make $200. It's not worth it for me to even go to work. I'm pissed and refuse to give her the keys saying that she can take the bus that day and she grabbed my wallet and used my credit card to get herself an Uber without my permission. She screamed at me to give her back the keys but I've hidden them and now we're at a standstill. Am I the jerk for refusing to drive my girlfriend around anymore? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, what? How is this not the most obvious jerk behavior? He begged to use her car, didn't like the arrangement, and now is just refusing to give her back the keys because he doesn't want to drive her around? This is some delusional, entitled behavior. She helped him out as much as she was comfortable doing, and he immediately tried to take advantage of the situation. I get that it sucks to be driving all over the place all the time, but she also has to live with not being able to use her own car. Both people have trade-offs in this situation, and she doesn't even need to take that trade-off. Maybe you guys see the situation completely differently. If you think he's in the right, let me know down below jerk or not a jerk and why. Am I the jerk for telling my mom and stepdad the real reason I was upset? I am a teenage girl and I was born when my mom was 18 years old. I see my dad about three days a year at Christmas. My dad doesn't want me as much as he wants his other kids, but I try not to take it personally. My stepdad, who's been in my life since I was five, is really nice to me, but I don't think he would care if I didn't exist. But he makes my mom and little brother, my mom and stepdad's biological kid, so happy and does a lot for me. And 
for that, he means everything to me. My mom is pregnant again, and this time I get to have a little sister. I'm just a little nervous, but my stepdad hasn't said anything about having his first daughter, so I really do appreciate him being sensitive to me, even though I don't think he considers me to be his daughter. My mom is excited for another daughter too, and has been shopping for clothes and putting together a nursery with me, because I am really good at art and am painting a mural for my sister. She keeps saying things to me like, I am so grateful to be able to give all this to the baby that I wasn't able to give to you, and that she is blessed and that she doesn't have to do it alone, and that she's really excited to see my stepdad be a dad again. I know I'm being selfish, so please don't think low of me because of course I want my mom to be happy, but when she says things like this, I feel like I am worth less and I am a burden. And then I feel bad for feeling bad because I want my mom to have a good life, and she did at least stick around because she could have left me like my dad did. Painting is a really therapeutic thing for me, so I've been hiding away painting at the nursery. At dinner today, my mom asked me why I've been so quiet and I told her about my feelings, and she got sad, and my stepdad had to comfort her. I told her that I love her and I was so grateful that she is my mom and for all that she's done for me, but she was still upset. I feel like the jerk because I knew she would get sad when I told her my feelings, but I told her anyway. I think that hurting someone's feelings on purpose is the worst thing you can do, but I know it's important to be honest, so I'm really conflicted. Can you guys tell me if I am being one? A jerk, and I will make my mom and stepdad breakfast in bed to make it up to them and finish the nursery at night to surprise them. A few hours later, there was an update. I went to talk to my mom, but she was sleeping. My stepdad asked to talk to me. He said he never wanted to put this on me, but it was the time. He told me that he loved me and that I am his daughter, no questions asked. He said he didn't want to talk to me about being my dad because he didn't want to bring up bad feelings for me about my real dad. He wants to adopt me, but didn't want to pressure me. And if he did, my biological dad would have to sign away his rights. He was worried that my biological dad would, number one, not put up a fight and that it would hurt me, or number two, fight but not want to see me anymore and hurt me. So he was avoiding the topic. I said I want him to be my real dad and that I want his last name. He said we will see what we can do and if it doesn't work, we can try and hyphenate. And I can still use his last name as mine on my jerseys and stuff for soccer and that as soon as I turned 18, we would change it. He told me he would take care of me forever and that he is so proud of me and that I have never been and never will be a burden. He said I don't need to be so nice all the time and if I'm an evil teenage girl, he'd still love me as much as he does now. He also told me that he never wants me to feel pressured to babysit because even though they are young parents to me, they are still my parents and it's their job to raise us all. Jumping into the future, there is a final update. I talked to my mom this morning and she said she wasn't mad at me, she's just mad at herself. She told me she wishes she could have given me more and I told her that she gave me more time with her and that was enough for me. She said she had no idea how to be a mom when I was born and doesn't know how I turned out to be so good but she is happy. She told me that I better be selfish today because she wants to go shopping and buy me lots of things. She said I have never been a burden and that I'm the best thing that's happened to her. She said I should go to therapy because being a people pleaser is bad. Also, my mom and dad called my biological dad this morning and he agreed to sign away his rights. I got a little sad and cried a lot and I don't know why because I wanted him to sign them away but my mom and stepdad hugged me a lot and we are going to have a party tonight with both my mom's family and my dad's family. My dad's family, especially my grandma and grandpa, are really excited that I am finally going to have their last name and grandma has sent me pictures of gold necklaces she wants to have made for me with my new last 
last name. So in the end, do you think I handled the situation right? This one tugs on the heartstrings. There's something that's so intense about having that perspective, being that young, and just wanting so bad to feel like a member of the family. And the stepdad adopting the OP here is pretty much the ultimate symbolic moment of that coming to be. I do completely understand why she would cry when the biological father just chose to relinquish all of his rights to her. Because even though she obviously wanted the stepdad to be her dad, how could that not hurt to have your biological father point blank, clear as day, put on paper that he no longer wants to have any parental rights to you? It's better than the alternative. The alternative where he just keeps her in this endless limbo where he doesn't sign her away, but he also doesn't want to be your father. But still... How could it not hurt? All things considered, I'm glad it worked out the way it did, but let me know how you see the situation down below. The amount of time my girlfriend has spent sleeping has made me stop loving her. I sound awful, but you have no idea. She has always slept more than me. That's fine. Lately, it's just been too much. She falls asleep at, let's say, 10 p.m. and then wakes up at noon the next day, sometimes even after 2 p.m. Then she takes a nap two hours later for between three and six hours. I think my final straw was yesterday. She woke up at 9, took a 6 hour nap at 11, then after waking up at 5 p.m. ish, cleaned for an hour, then took a 5 hour nap after that. She spent 11 hours of her daytime sleeping. I'll get hate for this as well, but it's affected our bedroom life. Every time I say I'm in the mood, she just falls asleep. And I don't mean she says not tonight and then falls asleep. I mean she just falls asleep. One time it was the afternoon we both had off and I suggested it. She was excited, went to bed, and I went to freshen up a bit. I came back three minutes later and she was passed out. I get I'm not owed anything, but I'm having a dry spell because she just sleeps. I keep telling her this isn't normal and she needs to see a doctor, but she refuses. She says I'm controlling because I can't have her all the time. She seems to think it's normal for a person to sleep 20 hours a day. I just stop caring now. I can't leave her, but she makes me feel ignored because she chooses her bed. A few have hearkened on the bedroom life that I mentioned. No, it is not my only concern. It was the most reoccurring pattern. We've had dry spells, some for two months and there's no issue. She could say no and then I'd be fine. The difference is her saying no versus her saying that she wants to, then falling asleep within three minutes every time. There's other issues as well. She'll just forget to feed the cat, do dishes on her day to do dishes, and has me cook almost everything. The difference is that those can be on and off, where some days she does and others she doesn't. Jumping into the future, there is an update. I didn't expect this to blow up, but it did. I wanted to clarify some things first. We're both 28 years old. I work full time. She had a full time job job, but she quit two months ago. Since then, she's been looking for work, but the sleep issue started two weeks ago. My biggest mistake was mentioning our bedroom life, as people took it to mean that I cared more about that than her. It was the easiest thing to show how my frustration had built up. Obviously, I care about her health too. I said before we've gone for months without it, and I've had no problems. And even if we did do the deed, I would still be concerned. But I get how it comes off, and that was my mistake. As for the people calling me a jerk because I didn't take her to the doctor, what was I supposed to do. She's an adult and I can't make her go somewhere. Plus, after she called me controlling, I couldn't continue pushing since I was reminded of who my ex was. Also, a lot of you said that I didn't care or was selfish. I was frustrated over what I was seeing and I wanted my old girlfriend back. I wanted her to be better. You can say that makes me a horrible person if you wish. So, here's the update. I took some of your advice and first told her parents. They can't make her do anything but they know now. 
I gave her an ultimatum, get help or I leave. I made it clear that I will not sit around as she sleeps all day. It is not normal and she needs help. I said I will help in any way I can. Long story short, we broke up. She got mad saying she was just more tired and it'll be fine. In that moment, I knew that I didn't love her anymore. How could I love someone who sees I'm concerned and call me a manipulative jerk? It was her apartment, so I left. I called her parents again to let them know and to take care of her cat since I could not. I know I'll get hate, but I don't know what else to do. She refused my help and I can't help someone who doesn't want it. I had to move in with my parents again. I feel like a failure. A 28-year-old man stuck with mommy and daddy all because he was too weak to make it work. I don't know if it's the right feeling, but it's how I feel. Am I the jerk? In most cases, you really can't help someone who doesn't want to be helped, but there is obviously a serious medical issue going on with her. It's not like this was happening her entire life. The OP says that it started happening two weeks ago. And how could you not be totally surprised and shocked that this massive of a sleep difference happened in only the last two weeks. I have no idea what would cause somebody to sleep for 20 hours a day. Maybe you guys have some ideas, but one of the common things that seems to be thrown around is the possibility of thyroid issues. Somebody commented and said, right before I got diagnosed with Hashimoto's disease, which affects the thyroid, I started feeling super, super sleepy all the time. It didn't matter how much I slept. It still felt like I hadn't. Besides that, I think depression and tiredness and a lack of energy is a symptom too. So if this was your boyfriend or girlfriend and they just suddenly started sleeping 20 hours a day, what would you do? How would you handle the situation and jerk or not a jerk and why? When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories in this series, use the playlist at the top of the description. And next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search for cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever music platform you use for copyright free music to use for your stream. It's free cream of the stream. Either way, thanks a lot for listening. We'll see you guys next time.